Welcome to BFNC Living, sponsored by Buffalo Federation of Neighborhood Centers. BFNC Living is a weekly podcast to help you navigate life issues and to help enhance our overall quality of life. We know life has many ups and downs, but a helping hand and a listening ear can help. Each week, we will share stories about a variety of topics, feature special guests, share information and valuable resources available in our community. Please follow BFNC Living at www.bfnc.org, Facebook and LinkedIn. Welcome to BFNC Living, sponsored by Buffalo Federation of Neighborhood Centers. Hello, friends. My name is Richard Thomas. I'm the Niagara Falls Program Director for BFNC's Niagara County Offices, and I'd like to welcome you all to another edition of BFNC Living. BFNC Living is a weekly podcast to help our listeners navigate life issues and to help enhance your overall quality of life. We know that life has many ups and downs, but a helping hand and listening ear can be helpful. Please follow BFNC Living on BFNC.org, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all your other major streaming platforms. Um, today, in recognition of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, our topic will be Breast Cancer Can Touch on All Our Lives. During our 30-minute conversation, we will help raise awareness about breast cancer. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is recognized usually as a time devoted to educating everyone about breast cancer and the importance of early detection and access to time and high quality care. What we have learned is that breast cancer may touch many of our lives. It may be a family, friend, female, or male. Yes, men can also be diagnosed with breast cancer. I was first made aware of this fact back a few years ago when the actor uh, Richard, um, Richard Roundtree of the Shaft movies announced that he had had breast cancer. More recently, we learned that Beyonce's father, um, Matthew Knowles, announced that he had breast cancer. It's very important that as males that we become informed about breast cancer and breast cancer survivors, both male and female. An alarming fact that I read from American Cancer Society is that black women and black men with breast cancer tend to have a more aggressive form of breast cancer. That was something that I wasn't aware of. Um, but we also need to understand the importance of understanding the early warning signs of breast cancer and the risk. And we also, um, and what's normal, so you can take action to see changes in your, if you see changes in your breast or underarm. So today we have four extreme, uh, four extreme guests to join us. The first is Nakia Clark. She's a senior community outreach engagement manager for Roswell Park. Uh, Laura Brady, she's a health navigator with Community Health Center of Roswell Park. I'm sorry, Community Health Center of Buffalo, as well as work with a partnership with Roswell Park. Cassandra Jackson, she ran a successful breast screening program at Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center, and currently uh, Roswell Park has welcomed her on board with their team. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have Ms. Kathy Bowman with the Witness Project. So welcome, ladies. Glad to have you all here with us. Thank you, Thank you very much. Okay, um, so what I'm going to do to start, I'm just going to ask uh, each of you to just maybe describe, uh, describe your role with the uh, uh, Roswell Park, the role you play in the Sure, so I'm Nakia, and um, what I mainly do is bring what research is being done at Roswell out into the community as it pertains to health disparities, um, looking at different research to help understand, number one, understand what cancer is, how it's affecting um, primarily our African-American, Hispanic, Latino, or indigenous populations, and then working with researchers to develop educational programs 
um, that will encourage people and help people better understand. You know, cancer is scary. There's a lot of terms thrown around. People don't understand really what it is. They know that they they could be at risk for it. They could be affected by it. Um, and so through that work, through that education and awareness, I really want to, again, emphasize that it's important to get screened. Don't, you know, don't dismiss it. You know, don't be afraid of it. Um, don't be afraid of cancer. But then also know what you can do. There are things that you can, there are things that are out of our control, right? Sure. There's a lot of things that are out of our control as far as risk factors, but there are some things that we can do. Mm-hmm. And um, also not to be afraid when you hear the word research. I know that um, I've recently heard some different spots from Roswell, mm-hmm. um, you know, various radio stations throughout here in Western New York. One of the things I realized is that there are many forms of cancer. So the ones that we usually hear about is breast cancer, colon cancer, right. but there's many forms. I thought the one thing that was very important is that they're sending the message that you should be well aware of the form of cancer that you have. Right. Because there's not one treatment for all forms right. of cancer. Right. Right? So even us with we're four women sitting in this room, mm-hmm. if all of us were diagnosed with breast cancer, it would look could look very different. Right, right, exactly. So it's not all the same treatment. It's not um, a cookie cutter right. disease. And mm-hmm. so you have to um, know your risk factors, know your family history, mm-hmm. um, got to look back over some of the health uh, lifestyle choices that you've right. made in your past. True, you know, true. you just you have to um, kind of confront those things. And um, I'm also do a lot of work in the community to build partnerships okay. with um other organizations um, and to just spread as far and wide mm-hmm. um, the word about cancer awareness, education, and screening. Okay. Um, we also have here Ms. Uh, Laura Brady, Health Navigator in the Community Health Center, as well as working in a partnership with Roswell Park. That's right. Thank you very much for having me today. So I am technically an employee of Roswell Park, and we have a grant with the Center for Indigenous Cancer Research to put more patient navigators out in the community at federally qualified health centers. Okay, so can you tell me what the role of is the health navigators? Yes, I'd love to. So I'm working at the Community Health Center of Buffalo. I'm in the clinic on the primary care floor three days a week. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I'm that person who has extra time to make sure that the patient understands why cancer screening is so important, to answer questions they might have about the process, and then to actually be the person who can call for them and sit on hold for 20 minutes and get that appointment for their screening. That's almost my full-time job. Sit on hold and make sure that those patients get their appointments. I can even do reminder calls. So it's that person who, because you're only seeing your primary care doctor for 15 minutes, you're PA or MA or the nurse who's coming in and talk to you is then going on to 15 more patients. Okay. My job is just to talk about cancer screening and to make sure that any challenges, any priorities, um, just trying to talk to someone and figure out what in your life is keeping you from screening. Is mm-hmm. it fear? Is it experience with a can- uh, cancer scare in a family member? Mm-hmm. Is it not being able to take off work and find childcare or find somewhere near a bus route? Those are all things that I can work with the person to try and problem solve and just make it that little bit easier to kind of get yeah. over the hurdle and, like Ms. Clark was saying, get screened. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I got this right. So you're an employee of Roswell Park. Correct. But you work with Buffalo, I'm sorry, Buffalo Federation. <laughs> <laughs> with the Community Health Center Buffalo, and you're located at 
34 Benwood, correct? That's correct. And can you tell us again the days you're there and the times of the day in the week that you're there? I would love to. Okay. Yep. So I am there usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are some of the busiest days where they have a higher level of patients coming in. Okay. And I'm there usually from about 8.30 or 9 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So anywhere between 4.30 and 6 o'clock at night, depending okay. on what the patient panel looks like, whether okay. I'm making phone calls. And that's, again, that's at the Community Health Center 34 Benwood. Correct. Okay. And then I also have a colleague, Kelly, who's at the Community Health Center of Niagara Falls, okay. which is the more um, rural kind of reach area. So Niagara patients. County isn't rural. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Well, yes. Hold on, hold on. Let me get that Rural one. adjacent. Yeah. Niagara Falls. It's in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Niagara yes. County is rural. rural. Yeah. But the city itself. So a lot of the patients from the more rural area might come into the city right. to seek care. Yes, yeah, right. so that's so the idea. You also have a location in Lockport, correct? Lockport, right. Cheektowaga, and then the newest location actually in partnership with BFNC is over at Westminster. Yes, Westminster, mm-hmm. right there in our um, Westminster. We just did a really, really nice uh, a rededication of mm-hmm. that facility. It was a historical building that's been restored to a really nice building. If you have a chance, I encourage you to get over there and take a look at it. It's on Monroe, I think 23 a month. I got this. <laughs> Near Adam Street. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so there'll be a clinic there that'll be focused more on healthcare for older adults. Okay. Yeah, but Perfect. it's not quite open yet, but we're getting ready. Okay, we're excited about that as well. Partnerships, mm-hmm. and that's what's about collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yes. And really getting the information out. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we also have Ms. Cassandra Jackson here. She ran a successful breast screening program at the Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center. And Roswell Park is blessed to currently have her on board as the newest member. I kind of teased her. I was like, you, you've been with Roswell for a week and they send you out to be already? <laughs> Laura did that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. So, um, again, my name is Cassandra Jackson. I moved here about 12 years ago from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, my husband is a retired military um, chapel assistant. Uh, he came back to uh, pastor his um, pastor, pastor the family church here in Niagara Falls. And through that, um, I got a job with Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center mm-hmm. uh, with the collaboration of Roswell Park okay. um, on the uh, HRI grant, um, part of the U54 Health Disparities Grant. Okay. Um, and what that entailed was I was a liaison bridging a gap between the community and Roswell. And what that looks like is um, when you're out in the community serving people in the community, talking to women and men about cancer, the first thing they say is, oh, cancer, I'm not, I don't want to know about it. Okay. Or or the C word, don't, we don't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when automatically you diagnose, you think you're dying. Well, my job was to say, okay, no, that's not the case. The case is we're going to learn some education. Mm-hmm. And through the education with early detection, you get screened. Maybe, maybe, there, maybe there is a diagnose. Right. But we've caught it. They've caught it in time enough to... Um, to prepare you to plan and to start some treatment, so that way uh, it won't be uh, it won't be a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing that I noticed across the first three introductions, the fact that you talk about early detection. Yes. Again, we want to drive that home: early yes. detection, right? And not to be afraid of the c word, as you say. Right, so, Cassandra, I see that you really your your work with cancer screen and everything has kind of come full circle. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about this flow, First Ladies of Western New York? So, Flo, First Ladies of Western New York, we've been established for quite some time, and Lady Bowman will be able to share a little bit about that as well, too. But we have been 
thrive and using our platform to uh, talk with our congregants about the importance of getting screenings and if they need help or assistance in getting that screening or that mother of the church who has that influence, <laughs> right. you know, to get them to go get their screenings, mm -hmm. uh, we, we use our, our influence to help um, navigate that as well. Okay. So That's good. So you, you got it. You, with your primary job, your church first lady job, <laughs> and, and all the things you're doing. So good. I encourage all you ladies to keep up the good work. You know, again, again, early protection is extremely important. Uh, Ms. Bowman. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about the Witness Project. Yes, again, thanks for having me as well. It's a pleasure to be here among these beautiful ladies. And I had some journey. But yes, and uh, yeah, we are, uh, as the ladies, my dear friend Lady Jackson, just for mention, I'm just such a pleasure seeing her today, uh, that, that we work together with the flow, that's First Ladies. Uh, in the first ladies of Western, Western New York, New York. Yes. and uh, we, I have my own because I deal with my husband's cancer. So with my congregants at our church, my my key focus is three, the three A words, mm -hmm. and that's um, awareness, acknowledgement, and action. Mm -hmm. And this is what we are really concerned about: getting the information out, and so they can have knowledge on what they're dealing with and help help take away the fears. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, the big C, mm -hmm. that's that's a fearful thing to so many people that we know, especially in the black community, mm -hmm. have died of cancer. Mm -hmm. So and it's a lot of fear there yeah. as well. But you can literally get treatment and you can literally kind of find out what's really going on and they can help. So that's our main objective and what we've done, we we did we do outreach uh, we do community awareness through churches, community uh, centers. Uh, we've even had uh, big musical concerts mm -hmm. with some of your some of your best, uh, well known Spars. gospel uh, <laughs> artists yeah. to come in and. Talk about, she talking about Marsha, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so and, and we so and, and and we get that information out the best way we can, and, and we work along with. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Roswell Park, we have people that we've connected with even in Roswell Park that's been there for us as well. Yes. So we thank God for our director who is Deirdre Johnson. Mm -hmm. And then we have a co-founder, uh, Debbie Irwin. De Dr. Irwin. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, Dr. Irwin, and she's been there so helpful. So we do have information for people that's really interested. I'm on the board, one of the board members, and I enjoy everything we do. We have prayer every day. We do things spiritually as well as naturally yeah. to be a blessing to our community. Thank you, ladies, for our being. Thank you for those introductions. Yeah. Right? Um, so what I want to ask, it's not a set of question or anything like that, right? but I just need our listeners to know, it's kind of like a generic question. There's really no right or wrong answer, but what do breast can I mean, what do cancer patients look like? Oh, I, 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 and that's one of the myths because right, people right. think that yeah. when you're sick or you're diagnosed with cancer, if you have cancer, you look like you're sickly yeah. or you don't you don't look good. But cancer, you know, when we talk about this in the education that we do, I can have cancer right now and I look good. Mm, yeah. I feel good because mm. sometimes cancer doesn't have any symptoms. Right. So you, you know, so you can look you can run a marathon and you can, you know, be the healthiest person, you know, or you can be an unhealthy person, you know, like cancer doesn't discriminate. It doesn't, 
And a cancer patient looks just like you and I, because that kid look like a healthy person. Okay. We're, we're also finding younger people yeah. experiencing yeah. cancers on the rise, too. That's one of the reasons That's the cancer screening yeah. ages have been it's lowered. lowered. Yeah. So colonoscopy, it's gone from 40. 50 to 45, wow. and then for breast cancer, 40. But if you have family history yeah. or high risk, they recommend even earlier. I have breast cancer on both sides of my family, so I started screening at 35. Because okay. you get that... Um, Part of the early detection is also establishing that baseline of what's normal. Because, mm -hmm. like um, everyone was saying, between us, our breasts are different. My right breast might be different from my left breast. Mm -hmm. And so you want that picture of this is what's normal for me. And then you go back every year, every two years, and they can see if something changes from your normal. And even for my being at Roswell, you know, you start off. Even when I was younger, you know, the people that I knew that were dying or diagnosed with cancer, they were older. So mm -hmm. I'm like, it's old people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. It is old people that get cancer. Yes. So I do not have to worry about cancer when I'm 20 or 30. Mm -hmm. or, but that has really changed. Mm -hmm. You know, the face of cancer is young people too. But that's why I framed that question that yeah. way. Yeah. You all answered it the same way. All of us in the room. Yeah. 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 Perfect yeah. response, right? Because you don't know what someone who has cancer looks like. You know, we think that we see someone with the shaved head. Yeah. We think that they're cancer patients. It might just be a, a fashion statement, right? right? But we yeah. automatically yeah. associate that with someone who's going through chemotherapy or something yeah. like that. So really, there is no look for someone who has cancer. Would you all agree? Okay. Um, so again, you talked about uh, uh, different things under your armpits and breasts and things like that. So what are some of the warning signs that we could potentially be looking out for, make, our, make the public aware of some of the signs they should be looking out for? Um, I think, you know, the first telltale is a lump, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, but you always have to preface it. Mm -hmm. A lump, any lump that you have, mm -hmm. it should be checked out, whether it, it, it it hurts, it can have pain or no pain. Mm -hmm. um, some women are prone to lumpy breasts, they have mm -hmm. cystic breasts, or they have mm -hmm. dense breasts. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the first thing people think of a lump. But now we know that it can, you know, there's other ways cancer can emerge. So mm -hmm. rash. a rash, mm -hmm. like a rash or a warm spot. Yes. Um, nipple discharge. Nipple discharge. If you're not nursing. Right. Or you know, your breast one is larger than the other, like size differentiation. Um, cancer, you know, under some underlying symptoms of cancer, it's like weight loss that you can't explain. You know, so you're not on a diet, you're not doing anything new or different, and you are just dropping weight, you know. So it doesn't mean always cancer, but it means what? Talk to your doctor, doctor. Yeah, doctor. Yeah, because you know, yeah. stress is particularly yes. in the African American community, right? Right. Yeah. It really wreaks havoc on us. So, again, this shows the importance of having a good annual checkup right. and making sure you keep the lines of communication open with your primary care physician. And right. I know, the, like the Witness Project and their education, they do an excellent job of really giving people a visual, a you know, when they say, oh, yes. where breast cancer can be, because it's yes. not just the breast, yes. up it's under the, the arm, arm. Yeah. and it goes all the way from the center of your chest up to your collarbone, yeah. you know, down to your under your breast, yeah. the rib cage, right. all the way over. So it's not just the breast itself, right, right, people right. don't understand that. Okay. Yeah. So lumps, rash, warm spots, discharge, mm -hmm. um, sudden weight loss. Sudden weight loss, discoloration. Okay. Okay. okay, so a lot of things. Okay. And another good thing to know is just because you feel a lump, that doesn't mean it's cancer. Right. You always want to get it checked out. Yeah. But there are lots of different things that can cause a lump, um, like a cyst. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't mean it's cancer. It's important to... Be proactive and yes. go talk to your doctor, get it checked out, mm -hmm. but don't be afraid because 
They're going to do mammograms. If they need to, they'll do an ultrasound and a biopsy. All of that would happen to confirm if there was something that exactly. you needed to seek treatment for. And it's not, it's, it's easier, it's really easier to get it done. Mammogram is so important. Yeah. And I remember having one about six months ago, and they, they called me back. I went, huh? And yeah. they said they found a little something. Mm -hmm. And I went back in for the another one and they came back and promised, oh no, it's good. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's right? Yeah. But, you mm -hmm. still have, but you still have that time between being called. Yes. 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 And that's another reason to screen is because <laughs> that first time you get a mammogram, mm -hmm. they're not really going to know what's normal for you. So you might get, you're, be prepared to get a call back so that they can yeah. just double check things. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Don't panic. Yeah, that's, right. that was yeah. my next thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so we talked about preventative. I mean, sorry, we talked about really warning signs, those mm -hmm. sort of things there, and people were impacted by it. Most particularly people of color, it's a more aggressive form of cancer that people of color tend to get. Mm -hmm. What are some of the preventative things that we can do to sort of keep ourselves healthy? And, you know, I mean, what, what are some of the things we can do? Well, we always go to what we know. And people, yeah. honestly, people know how to do healthy lifestyle changes. Yeah, we know. Right. We know that what we should be eating. We yeah. do. It's just hard to do it. But That's you know, I always tell, I tell my doctors, you've got to stop telling people they got to exercise. You have to tell them that they have to change their lifestyle. Right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. It's a right. lifestyle life, life, change. Life, life, yeah. Because you tell people yeah. they have to exercise, they're I don't feel right? right. Mm -hmm. But right, if right. it's the lifestyle is what we need to talk about, right? So it's like you always start off slow and easy. Mm -hmm. So one of the easiest things to do is incorporate more water in your diet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's just real simple. That's easy, right? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, we always talk about the rule of thumb for water. Okay. So it used to be people thought like eight glasses, eight times mm -hmm. a day. You know? But now it's half your body weight. Half your body weight in fluid ounces a day. Yes. Half your body weight. Half your body weight. So that, um, and that, that could be a whole lot of water with people, right? <laughs> so you just start smaller. So just, just start smaller. And just mm -hmm. even, even if you carry a bottle of water around with you, um, just start to slowly increase your water intake. Okay. And, you know, water comes just from a lot of things. Just flushes. And it flushes you out because you, you think you have to increase more water in your body to flush you out because the foods that we eat, yeah, and the foods that are being produced and mm -hmm. exactly. they're yeah. bad. It's, it's bad, yes. it's bad yes. right? Yes. So yeah. we have we do have an obesity problem. We do have diabetes and cholesterol yeah. and all that stuff. But but a lot of times we shy away from those conversations, right? Yeah. Right. Because there's so many negative connotations attached to certain things. But at the end of the day we know that we have to practice healthy lifestyles, watch what we're and eating. It's, and it's hard and you you gotta give yourself, you know, we always talk about give yourself grace too mm -hmm. because even, you know, I can think, even through the pandemic, we were eating. You know, like, cause, because, you know, something, because you felt, com it was a comfort. You're like, I got a whole lot going on. I'm going to just eat something that makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or sweet. Like, my, my thing was sweet. Too. Like, yeah. I, I ate a whole lot of sweets during, you know, that I know normally, yeah, like I wouldn't eat. Yeah. Um, and so, and then you have to also think about, Especially in the communities that we work in, our, where our churches are, mm -hmm. what's available to our congregants? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not there. Is it always that. their fault? You, yeah. see, you can't put the yeah. the no blame, yeah. no shame, mm -hmm. because if you can't get those fresh you vegetables, you if you can't, then we can't blame you for that. We gotta right. have to help you. Right, exactly. You, you have, have to make access. Yeah. You have to make access yeah. to healthy food yeah. choices. Right. So you talk about food deserts and yeah. things of that nature. So we can't say increase. Um, 
vegetables or vegetables if you're not if you can't get any right right same thing with exercise too you want to feel safe being able to walk around your neighborhood different times a day you want to is there a gym nearby that you can afford or that you can reach if you don't have transportation so kind of like you're saying with water nakia it's the same thing with walking so that's an easy way you don't have to when someone says exercise i always think like Full on like sweatband yeah, and no. like marathon. Yeah. Take a walk around the block, enjoy it. Well, maybe not right now, but enjoy the fall weather when you can. Yeah. Well, like Just they say, increase it. if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Mm-hmm. Your, 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 your muscles and everything after you've uh-huh. already doing the sitting down, we're practicing more of a sedentary lifestyle now. Yes. Yeah. Right? So we have to get yeah. up and we have to move. Ooh. We have to get ourselves hydrated. And I always mm-hmm. look at water as like the oil for your body, right? right. Keeps those limbs loose and everything, right? So we talk about early detection, right? Do you ladies have any uh, success stories where someone's benefited from early detection? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so so good, good. So so, which is my share. I can just say, particularly at my church, we have a, a very good program there at our church through our women's ministry. And we had at least, we were just talking about because we're having our Pink Sunday on the 30th. Every year we do a big deal, every year. And we have at least 15 ladies that had breast cancer but are still doing well and completely healed. You understand? But uh, we, and I can honestly say, so we keep that detection going. We keep our people aware of it. We're always doing something to help them stay alert, you know what I mean, yeah. and informed. But that's what's most important. So we, at our church, it's a big number, mm-hmm. for some reason, yeah. of women that are doing well that had it, mm-hmm. but are successfully living a healthy, normal life. You need those testimonies like that, right? Yeah, we you, need, do. you need yeah. to have those success stories so people know. I know a few people that are cancer survivors and they, they're doing well. And it's like you should really tell your story because it's not that, you know, saying you look good, you know, you're 12, 13 years out. Yeah. You know, people need to hear that, you know? So, um, so what I'll ask you ladies to do is that can you speak to the men about the importance of early detection? I would start by saying with breast cancer especially, we don't do uh, widespread screening for men. So that does put that pressure on a man himself to kind of be aware of any changes. Because your doctor is not going to ask you, oh, did you get your annual mammogram? So it is to be aware of if you feel a lump, if you feel um, there's a new kind of dimple in your skin, nipple discharge, rash, like it's going to be you who need to tell your doctor, who need to talk about it, which is kind of a hard thing because it's a more rare form of cancer. Men aren't regularly screened. So that makes it a little more difficult. And there might even be kind of a stigma or a shame around like, oh, breast cancer is a women's thing. It's right. not. It's cancer. No, cancer. Everyone cancer. is at risk for cancer. Cancer doesn't discriminate. Right. So it's it's on you basically like to, to have that bravery to say, okay, something's different. I'm going to take care of this now. Because the sooner you address it, the more likely your chances are of treatment, of survival. That's why we say early detection so much. Okay, thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to add? I think we've been talking for a few minutes here. And, um, very, very good conversation. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, anything um, you'd like to add? Anything even, you'd like our listeners to know? Yeah, even with um, men with breast cancer, um, of course, um, what Laura said, you know, they're going to be the ones that are going to have to speak to their doctor about it because there is no screening um, guideline for it for men um, as of yet. Um, but no shame, you know, don't be ashamed. 
no doubt. Just, you know, what are men to stay around because, you know, men have a lot of things that they've got going on health-wise, especially black men, you know, in our community as they age. And so we want to make sure that we encourage them to stay healthy. But as, as well as, um, you know, I think in all of our work that we've done, men are can be a great support for the women. Yes. Yeah. You know, so we want to encourage men that have wives and daughters and granddaughters to encourage them as well, you know, and give them that reassurance that I'm here for, you know, I'm a male, I'm here for you too on this journey where I want you to get free um, as well. Okay. I didn't know if this was a question. I just wanted to say too, um, so maybe you're saying to yourself that um, you don't have any insurance or you choose not to yeah. to get get any screening. You know, that a lot of people shy away from that or they won't get it because their deductible is too high or they can't meet the copay. There are services that can link you, that can help you to get those screenings. Uh, you have the Cancer Services of Niagara County and um, they're all over New state of New York. And so that means that if someone loses their insurance or can't afford a mammogram, um, that they can connect with them to uh, get a, a free mammogram. And if something is detected during that time, they can keep walk you through the diagnostics as well, the diagnos- diagnostics uh, um, services as well, too. And there's support available for treatment then as well, because that's another issue is you might get that diagnosis. What happens after diagnosis? Right. Like, well, yeah, we're not going to yeah. drop the ball. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. There's supports so, afterwards, so, too. That's one thing I would people, say again. Yeah. There are services available yes. for those so many. don't worry about that money or the, the insurance. That's good. So there yeah. is services for free mammograms. Yeah. And so what I want to do real fast, I want to go around and Nakia, can you give me a phone number or email address where people can contact you? Sure. Um, my, the best way to contact me is um, 716-845-4888, and that is my office number, or um, email is Nakia, N-I-K-I-A dot Clark, C-L-A-R-K at Roswell Park, all one word, R-O-S-W-E-L-L-P-A-R-K dot org. Okay. And Ms. Brady? Sure. So the best number to reach me is 716-800-9426. I'm also at the Community Health Center Buffalo at 34 Benwood every week. My colleague Kelly is at the Niagara Falls location Wednesdays through Fridays every week. So you can find us there. Um, another great resource is it's the Roswell Park website because you can find, they have the cancer blog that tells you different resources. There's the um, Center for... Indigenous Cancer Research, which also has a lot of research and patient education tailored towards Indigenous peoples, Native American peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, Roswell Park has a main number that you can call and schedule appointments, ask questions. Um, yeah, check out the American Cancer Society. They have a lot of good information. CDC. There's a lot of resources on the web now. Um, there's also really good support groups for people who are diagnosed with breast cancer. So I would say Google is your friend. <laughs> Google, Bing, whatever you prefer. Google everything. <laughs> but just be aware that it's from a reputable source because okay. there's also a lot of misinformation. Yeah, yeah, that's very important that you mm-hmm. get your information from a reputable source and you don't get any more replicable than one of the top 10 cancers. Ms. Bowman, your contact? Yes, you can um, reach one of us. And uh, probably I would say this is Johnson, but there's a number we have, 716-550-6354. We have other information and numbers and email situations at Google. 
I'm still just learning my information. <laughs> so, um, Roswell Park. Is Roswell Cassandra? Dot com. Yes, dot Cassandra <laughs> dot Jackson at Roswell Altogether Park. Yeah, RoswellPark.org. There you go. Yeah. You got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, so, I'd like to thank you, ladies, for your time. I know time is extremely important, and uh, I've enjoyed the conversation. Is there any parting? A uh, shot or parting word that someone would like to give, like have the last word, so to speak. I think she would be the most appropriate one since we've been kind of like spearheading uh, the conversation. Get screened. Yeah. Get screened. Yes. Get educated. Educated. Not live in fear. Okay. Check your diet. Okay. <laughs> and check your breasts. And check your breasts. Okay. And remember, yeah. early detection. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Great host. <laughs>